Hello, my folks. You are now tuned in to the Paul Leslie Hour, coming right out of the beautiful southeast and landing right where you happen to be. It is a pleasure to welcome you to the show. We hope you enjoy your time here today. We've got an interview from the archives this afternoon, tonight, this morning, with the late Tim Glancy, sometimes known as Tim, the Magic Magician. Now, this was originally broadcast on the radio way back when. We're making it available now to everyone on all the listening platforms like, well, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and everywhere else. Tim Glancy was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 1958. Tim passed away in Key West, Florida in the year 2017. He was only 58 years old. Now, Tim Glancy was a magician and entertainer. He also led walking tours in Key West, Florida. One particularly renowned tour was called Trails of Margaritaville. That walking tour took people to many of the places in Key West that played a part in the history of singer-songwriter Jimmy Buffett. As you'll hear in this interview, Buffett did, in fact, play a part in Tim's story. Paul first met Tim face-to-face at a place that used to exist called Hemingway's Tropical Bar and Grill in Marietta, Georgia. Now, that meeting was part of what led to this interview that was recorded in Key West. Paul was very honored to sit down and chat with Tim about his very interesting life. Tim Glancy made quite an impression on people and brought a lot of magic into the world. Okay. Let's go back to the time this was recorded, way back when. Take it away, Paul. We're bringing back the magic today. We have Tim Glancy, who has a host of projects, including the Trails of Margaritaville walking tour, He's also known as Tim the Magic Magician, a well-known magician, close-up artist. And uh, he also does the Sports Magic Team, which travels on the road with Jimmy Buffett. And uh, he's got a Key West art, and he's sat down to tell us a little bit about his world. Hello, Tim. Good evening. How are we doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for coming on here. Oh, anytime. It's my pleasure. I'm glad we finally got a chance to catch up in the mayhem here at Meeting in the Minds. <laughs> so tell me exactly how Sports Magic Team started. Oh, well, actually, my background is in magic. I was doing more traditional magic in corporate events, and uh, they happened to name a basketball team in Orlando, the Orlando Magic. So went knocking on their door and uh, got designated the official magician for the Orlando Magic, and... Uh, Actually, we went banging on their door first and said, hi, I'm a magician. And they said, well, it's not that kind of magic. And I said, well, we do sports magic. And they said, well, what's that? And I said, well, we'll get back to you. <laughs> because traditional magic wouldn't work, so we started coming up with the interactive games and props and the backpacks and toys, a lot of the uh, items everybody's familiar with seeing at the tours. And uh, from there... It just kind of grew. We started with the Orlando Magic, and now throughout basketball, baseball, hockey, uh, anytime you see crazy guys out on the courts in jumpsuits, it's probably either inspired or one of our crews, or it was, as I said, one of our crews or inspired by one of our crews. The whole idea is, uh, well, our motto is we're the play between the plays. We try and keep the momentum going at the events, 
And uh, whether that takes launching T-shirts, doing... Well, you can't watch a basketball game now without seeing all the balloons behind the backboard at any sporting event. We kind of originated that in Orlando years ago, and it's just kind of fun to instigate something and see it catch on. <laughs> and a few moments ago, I was uh, a bit mesmerized by some of the tricks you were doing. Uh, it was just... I kept looking, and I said, okay... I think I saw something. Oh, no, I didn't. So, so tell us a little bit about how you got into magic and uh, how uh, you've become known as Tim the Magic Magician. Oh, well, I'm very fortunate. I guess magic is all I've done in one form or another, actually. I've never had a real job. That's a scary thought. Uh, no, actually, I just got interested as a teenager and kind of fell into it. So now, I mean, close-up magic and sleight of hand is still my favorite form of magic. That's what we were playing with today as we're... Out on the lawn here, just uh, with a couple of friends of mine, other local magicians, just doing a bit of magic and trying to raise some money for the Hurricane Relief Fund. Uh, but actually, that's where sports magic came from as well. Uh, the impact of seeing magic live and the interaction with the crowd, uh, all the toys and games and props we came up with were, well, it was how to capture that instead of, instead of having five people that could actually have the coins or cards disappear in their hand. You've got an audience of 15 or 20,000 people. How can you get them just as involved? And, uh, so all of the interactive games and interactive entertainment we have was basically based on the principles of close-up magic. And, uh, so, and then it's led to a wide variety of venues, as you know. We've, uh, well, actually, that's where Jimmy first saw us. This is the All-Star game back in Orlando. And he just saw our crews playing in the stands. And he said, these guys are crazy. Uh, I've got this crowd on the lawn and <laughs> in the parking lot that are having a show all their own. So we were initially brought out. Jimmy just liked the idea and kind of cut us loose to play to uh, come out and entertain the lawn people during his shows. And uh, I remember the first time I met you was at a bar called Hemingway's in Atlanta. And I recognized you from the uh, Margarita Vision video. I said, I know that dude from somewhere. And we just started talking. And uh, I remember I asked you something about your first meeting with Jimmy. Um, could you uh, tell us a little bit about how you met Jimmy? I know you said that he witnessed the magic and was kind of uh, intrigued by it. So uh, just fill us in. Actually, the very first time was at the All-Star game. I was still uh, doing magic, had my crews interacting in the stands. I was actually up in a skybox in the middle of a card trick and uh, heard that Jimmy Buffett was one of the celebrities in the crowd for the All-Star game. I think of anybody, I think he was one I would really like to meet. And uh, one of my guys came up while I was in mid-card trick, just said, Hey, Jimmy Buffett wants to see you. <laughs> Uh, needless to say, it was probably the quickest card trick I ever finished in my life. <laughs> and about six cards passed out at the time. It was like, here's your card, your card, your card. Uh, see you later. Got to go. <laughs> so uh, Jimmy actually came down, met me in one of the tunnels at the arena in Orlando, and uh, I came up and said, hey, have you seen one of my concerts? And I had to admit, I hadn't been to a Jimmy Buffett concert before. I loved his music, kind of knew and heard about the concerts and the event they were. And uh, we just talked there and he said great we, you know we've got to have you come out and try something so we kind of chased them after that and they said okay come on on tour when we first showed up wally and i showed up on tour and uh no one else on the tour had really any clue or idea what to do with us it was just i don't know jimmy wants him here we'll see what happens and uh jimmy's got an amazing genius for kind of planting seeds and just letting things grow like the entire parrot hit phenomena you know it's just he said well let him go let's see how it works out and uh 
fortunately, we were adopted by the fans, and uh, it kind of grew from there. So now we, you know, assist anywhere in the production meetings to, you know, currently providing the entertainment with a lot of the Margaritaville restaurants that are opening up, and uh, it's just been a wonderful opportunity to expand along with everything that they're doing. And uh, a lot of your uh, favorite hangouts is Key West, Florida. So tell us how you ended up down here. <laughs> uh, I've actually been down here for about eight and a half years, uh, well, officially, since I moved down here. But uh, I came down for a weekend. One of the guys in my office loved diving. He came down for a weekend and uh, said, you, Tim, you're touring with Jimmy. You've got to come down and at least see Key West. I've never even been here, even though I lived in Orlando since uh, 1981. And uh, I came down for the weekend, and next thing I knew, about three months later, I was living here. And it's been kind of my adopted home ever since. And one of the uh, newest things you brought to Key West is the Trails of Margaritaville tour, which I haven't been on yet, but I would like to see it sometime. And uh, so tell me, what is this like? <laughs> Actually, it's great fun. Uh one of the, well, the first attraction when I came down to the island, actually, I got kind of caught up in the depth and the history, and we had another uh, little venture, actually, that uh, I got caught up in the haunted history of the island. So we had a seance theater that we opened that was a recreation of a turn-of-the-century seance all based on the bizarre tales and history of the island. And uh, as Meeting of the Minds came down here, uh, well, we started, you know, the stories and the history, and Jimmy is so much a part of the Key West, and Key West is so much a part of Margaritaville that uh, for one of the conventions, we thought it would be cool to put a walking tour together and tell people some of the tales behind some of the locations and some of the locations they may not know about. And uh, it's just kind of grown from there, and the folks at Margaritaville said, no, that sounds like fun. We need a walking tour. So... Uh, it's uh, as in-depth as the crowd needs it or as uh, introductory as they do. You know, sometime we'll have guests here. Obviously, we have the Died Hard Parrot Heads in town for the weekend. So uh, I think I'm learning as much as I'm, uh, as many stories as I'm telling. We're going to have to expand the tour. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's a great introduction to the island, the tour, when people come to the island and say, well, what's this Margaritaville all about? and really don't have a grasp of it, by the time we're through, they really get a feel of the Conk Republic, they get a feel of Key West and the history, and, and the, the fun and energy that uh, is kind of uh, captured in Margaritaville, wherever you go. So how did you uh, collect all this lore and the stories that go with the trail? Uh, with the trails tour, actually a lot of it was by circumstance, and a lot of it was just, uh, well... Being involved with Jimmy and being on tour and being an avid fan myself, to be honest with you, I think a lot of the stories and a lot of now of the people involved that inspired the stories are my friends. Or, you know, then I had a friend that, you know, called me and said, hey, by the way, no, I just bought a new property. This was the first house Jimmy lived in when he was down here. And then, you know, Jimmy himself has given a couple of artifacts to, you know, some cool items that uh, we've been able to incorporate in the tour. But, uh, I don't know, as I said, it's my fascination with the island, the history, and the stories behind it. And specifically, I've just been so involved with the entire Margaritaville adventure that it's uh, always fun. And as I said, the last couple of days, uh, anytime we get together with this many avid parrot heads, it's, uh, I learn as many stories as I tell. So it just turns into, because uh, there's way too many to tell. It's a lot of fun. Is there any part of the tour that you find everybody's, uh, it sounds like it's the land of oohs and ahs. Ooh, ah. 
uh, everybody just says, well, that's cool, or I didn't know that, or whatever. Uh, it depends on the group, but there's always something, which was fun. I mean, we had a group today that are, like, again, very avid fans, have been studying the history, been coming to Key West for years and years. And, uh, well, even we stop in Captain Tony's. They may know Captain Tony's relationship with Jimmy. They may know some of the history about Captain Tony. But then they find out about some of the history behind Captain Tony's. And that has some bizarre history in the building itself, which when next time you're sitting and having a drink at Captain Tony's, it's, uh, you say, you know, I never knew that. And that was, so, I mean, at, at each location and then some of the locations is, people either have heard of in rumor never really stopped by or it's just fun to be in the spot that you may have imagined you know the actual location that may have inspired what took place afterward i interviewed captain tony the other day and he said uh you know i slept above that bar so many times and i was never alone so this might sound like a silly question but i know there's no such thing as a silly question if unless you if, if you really want to know the answer so tim do you believe in ghosts Oh, let's say as a magician and a performer and running a seance theater, I'm probably about the most open-minded skeptic you'll ever run into. <laughs> so how can uh, all the listeners at home find out more about the Sports Magic Team, Trails of Margaritaville, and uh, your other projects? Oh, actually, probably hop on. Well, we have... Uh, our website's going to be under development for Sports Magic because we've got a lot of updating to do, but it's sportsmagicteam.com and trailsofmargaritaville.com for any information down here. And feel free to drop us a note, ask us a question. We'll get right back with you. So do you have anything to say to all the people that have witnessed your magic, have gone on your tours, and are listening today? <laughs> oh, thank you for never forcing me to actually get a real job. I'm having, no, actually, I've met so many amazing friends around the country, and uh, that's why this, this meeting this weekend is fun, because I really get the chance to catch up with so many friends and friends and fans. Uh, being Jimmy's liaison to the parking lot really gave us a chance to uh, spend time rollerblading around the parking lot or with our crazy golf carts, and I have so many wonderful people I've had an opportunity to meet around the country, and get to meet him for 10 or 15 minutes once a year, every June, every August or something like that. And uh, I'd just like to say thank you. I hope you have as good a time as I'm having. And thank you, Tim, for keeping the magic alive. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> thank you for stopping by today. If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. That's thepaulleslie.com. Click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, The Entertainer, written by Scott Joplin. End credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano, the traditional song, Corina, Corina. Your announcer is Dan Gold. Hey, that's me. The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour. <laughs>